Welcome to this week's episode of Hometown Happenings. I'm Andrea Rogers. She's nobody. I'm Angela Ballard. And look at this. What are these overalls? I'm in my Who overalls overall style. It's my overalls era. Now, I don't know how you can judge me with what you're wearing. Hey, this is Christmas time and you're supposed to wear your Christmas sweaters. That dog's wearing a purse necklace. Pur I don't know. That's terrible. Terrible. I think it's adorable. Mm -hmm. So don't say anything about my overalls. What? Well, I have extra storage. Look, I have chocolate in my overalls. Only. <laughs> okay, so funny story. Today I fed her kid cinnamon roll and a brownie, and then he got a candy bar. All in the span of like an all hour and a half. In at least a two hour span. He's going to be hyped up all night long, thanks to me. So I took yeah. him to my mother so we could record tonight. Yeah. So sorry, sorry mom. Sorry, Mamie. <laughs> my bad. But so today we have some really good information for you guys. We're going to talk about steps to selling a house, things you should do to help get your house ready to sell. Because I know that you guys are going to be thinking this spring about getting your house on the market to sell. And right. so having the tips, in your head or writing them down or whatever but knowing the things you need to know ahead of time um so that you can start working on them the spring comes in get your house on the market to sell you we're going to give you some tips okay well, i have no idea what your tips are how many are they like five or six okay what's what's number one curb appeal oh yeah my house would not make it on that whole i didn't realize how important curb appeal was most people think i i would have thought you just went like a blank slate don't worry about nothing the buyer will make it their own someday but that doesn't seem to be the no the so you have to realize that your home's first impression mm -hmm. which we all care about first impressions people say the first impression is the you know lasting That's impression why we take professional photos so exactly why we take professional photos but the first impression of your home when it goes up for sale is the curb appeal what people right. see when they pull in the driveway or the first photo that they see of your home on the, That's on the yeah on the listing that's your curb appeal and so if it's just kind of blah um sometimes when you have a more expensive home and you don't have much curb appeal that can make it look less look appealing very much less appealing um, so well the other thing the other flip side of that coin isn't just landscaping as much as it is like my house has random kids things all in my yard yeah so i gotta clean it up a little bit yes so you know you don't want clutter out in your front yard if you're out in the country where that doesn't really matter mm -hmm. you know in town that doesn't seem to be an issue also you know you might need to touch up with some paint or you might have a right. gutter that's hanging or a little bit of soffit fascia deterioration that happens over time those things really are important. A lot of uh, loans don't like to see peeling paint. So, I know, I just had one of those. Yeah. Like we had to have it scraped and repainted. Yeah, so that is something that is minor and inexpensive, but can really help you get more money out of your home mm -hmm. if you give it that little bit of a wow factor. Um, right out the gate. Right out of the gate, and you don't have to spend too much money on it. Okay, curb appeal, put that on the checklist. Number two, staging. Oh yeah, this is so sometimes when you live in a home i know for me like we live there so we, it looks like we live there right your house looks like that yeah. sometimes we put shelves up and we use that as our pantry but then when you have a 
buyer, potential buyer coming to look at the house, in their mind they think, oh, there's not enough food storage in this house. If they can't store their food properly, how am I gonna store my food properly? Or if you have, you know, overwhelming amounts of clothes, it's gonna make your closets look like they're not big enough. And that may not necessarily be the case for those people, but that's what they see from you. So being packing stuff up, making it less cluttered, also depersonalizing. Right. So taking away your kids' photos, things like that, where it, they can make it feel like their own. A lot of a lot of agents um, that really go the extra mile, they ask me as a real estate photographer to take photos right. off the wall or use um, Photoshop to hang a new photograph that's not of their child right. on the wall. And that's a pricier option when you could just take it down. Right. Right. So just be thinking ahead that, hey, there's going to be random strangers in my house. Maybe I don't need the picture of my daughter hanging on the wall of the fireplace. And sometimes you do, you know, it doesn't suffice to just take it down because then you have a big empty space in the right. wall. But maybe you can find an inexpensive piece of art to hang there instead or rotate some of your artwork from other areas of the house around. Right. Um, because you don't necessarily have to have every room staged perfectly. So if you had a nice piece of art, maybe in a guest bedroom, you could move that to the living room or something like that. And it wouldn't be as big a deal in the guest bedroom to have no decor or something. To be more minimal. Yeah. Right. So um, that's something that a real estate professional can help you with too. Mm -hmm. So if you are concerned um, when you're deciding to sell and calling an agent, you that's something you can ask them. Hey, what are your thoughts on some of the staging tips that I can do? Well, I know we have checklists and stuff that really help walk through that process. Yes, we have checklists we give our sellers to help them know exactly what, what they should do mm-hmm. and should not do. Thirdly is pricing. So pricing of the home is very important. Right, and we don't roll up to people's houses and just ask them what they want to list it for. That's right. There's a lot of work that goes into that on our end. There is. So one thing that Drea and I really pride ourselves on is the fact that we don't price a house without putting two feet on the ground in the house and looking at it with our own eyes. We don't don't rely on And I know that can be really frustrating. For a seller who's let's hurry up and get this house on the market let's get the ball rolling well we will but we need to go about it the right way right. so we have to lay eyes on the property and we're then, doing you a disservice if right. we don't right and as a photographer i know that how deceiving pictures can be exactly so we will come out to your house we'll look at your house and we will then go back and we look at close comps and we don't just look at the mls we look at data scout which is tax records and things Mm -hmm. like that to come up with a price um we're using comparable we're using comparable things that are similar to how it will go once you got it under contract right we are not appraisers but we can give you a market value um from our side of things right and then we because you don't want to price it too high i know what i hear a lot is i want to leave room for negotiation Mm -hmm. price high and we'll maybe we'll We'll take less Yeah. But then it you find some, most of the time it just sits there. Mm-hmm. And then you end up having to lower your price anyways. And then you've lost your momentum because you've been on the market for a week or two weeks or in some of the cases now, a hundred and something days. 
Right. And you're you're on the back burner. People are like, oh, that house has been on the market for three months. I ain't worried about that house. Right. And just keep scrolling right on by. What's wrong with it? That's uh-huh. what they start thinking. Oh, they'll take so much less. It's been on the market for 120 days. There must be something wrong with it. They'll take 50000 under. So that's why we try to price it as accurately as possible straight out the gate. And haven't you noticed that when we price them accurately up front, we get multiple offers usually? Oh, my goodness. Or they go above asking price. Yeah, or they're showed every single day and you get an offer within a week. Right, right. Um, so pricing is a very, very, very big deal, I feel like. I didn't, yeah, I didn't realize until I got into the business how much thought goes into it. It's not just, hey, what do you want to sell your house for? Right. We and do so take we, that into account. When we, yes, we do. And when we tell you it's going to take a few days for us to get back with you on a price, that's not because I need to just sit on it a minute. It's because I'm really working We're hard. We're crunching numbers. To figure it out because ultimately I want to get you the most money. Yeah, that's our job. Right. All right, what's your next one you got? Marketing. That's like totally your alley right there. Uh, yeah, it's just this getting in front of the camera myself is the part that I don't like. I know you like to be the person behind the camera, but right. you have some really good ideas. So tell them about your marketing. Um, Walkthrough videos are my favorite thing in the world because it allows, because how many people shop online right. for literally everything? Right. So walkthrough videos give you a real life perspective of walking through a home. Um, also, I'm a huge fan of Matterport. Yeah, and so there, when you talk to like real estate people, they have kind of mixed opinions on it. But mm-hmm. I have a lot of clients tell me they really like them. Yeah. So Matterport, for those of you who aren't familiar, is a like Google Street View of an inside spot of the home. Mm-hmm. So you just click the dots, and it gives you a walkthrough, and you can pan around 360 degrees and see where you're standing. My favorite Matterport to date is that house. With the gremlin. Yeah, where you put a spot right in front of the gremlin Absolutely, so people could look at that They gremlin. had a, like a three-foot gremlin. It was fantastic. Favorite yes. Matterport to date. Um, so that's really handy, but it also, at the end, um, once we get that whole uh, Matterport built. It's like a 3D image. It creates a dollhouse view is what it's called, and it's a 3D rendering of the home, and it also comes up with a pretty accurate blueprint that we can create right. as well. So even if you are not listing your house and you're going to remodel or you're going to add on and you don't have original blueprints for your house, we can Matterport it and create blueprints that you can then use to do those kinds of things. Okay. I didn't even think about it like that. Mm-hmm. That's pretty cool. So marketing is really important. So professional photography, online platforms for marketing your home. Right. Because it's a more, I mean, it's more than a local reach. We also do the, the old school way. I just sent a bunch of just listed cards for a new listing. It's going to hit all the houses in the area with a postcard in the mail. But I mean, there's also online marketing allows us to reach people all over the world. We also do something called open house. <sighs> open houses. I love open houses. I do too. I love, but that's weird that you do because you don't really, I don't like people, but I like hanging out with you. Oh, oh my I'm vibing tonight. Do you not feel it? Yeah. Okay. So, but you do them by yourself sometimes too. Yeah. I take my husband, but yeah, I do them by myself. I like open houses because it's more people in the door for one purpose. And I I like that it's focused. Does that make sense? Mm -hmm. Like I know the intention is goal oriented and to see that particular house. Mm -hmm. I like them too, because sometimes I hold them, hold other houses open that are not necessarily my listing 
And right. then it gives me like insight into those houses. So then I feel like you need to clarify too that our open houses like we're talking about are not like how everybody else does open houses. Right. We do broke like our brokerage holds at least a, an open house a month where office wide. Office wide and people and so like if other agents are busy and can't hold their own listings open, some of us will volunteer to hold houses open if we don't have listings that need to be held open or what have you. Yeah, we work together to help each other. Yeah, to make sure that and all the houses the get list get put on the open house and they're open to the public. And um, what's really cool about it is when you're there, you get to, not only do we do walkthroughs and go to everybody's listings so we know about them, but when you're physically there and you're having to 10 times show someone Repeat that yourself. house, you really learn about the house. Mm -hmm. And many times I have learned so much about the house that I end up leaving there calling somebody saying, I have the house. Right. Like, this is the one you've been looking like, for. I found it. We need to go look at it right now. Mm -hmm. And so we just get that extra knowledge about the house. And that's another marketing tool that we do is we go and we look at houses that are listed within our brokerage. Yes. Um, weekly pretty much so that we know more about them so that we can on top of the team meeting we have every week where we talk them about them yeah and look at all the pictures yeah for sure so number five is timing of listing your house oh yeah again not one of those things that i thought about until you so right now with interest rates the way they are when you have a house that's like under 200,000 that's a really 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 hot item no joke so listing now or anytime really right when everyone's like well I'm gonna wait till after the holidays no, there's not really any need no and I hate to say it but then those people that have those over three hundred thousand dollar houses now's not the time to wait either because everybody's coming in for Christmas to visit their family and, and then they're we like, we want to move closer to grandma uh -huh. and while we're there, we should pop in and check out. Exactly. Yeah. I have several people already scheduling out for closer to the holidays to go look at some things while they're here because they're coming into town to visit family and they want to shop while they're here. So I, I don't see the reason can't waiting. say that waiting till after Christmas or before Christmas or... Well, and the other thing is, is if you have someone coming to look at your house this time of year, they're usually very serious. It's right. not, we're not dilly-dallying. We're not, oh, we're just browsing. They're... Well, people don't want to get out in the cold first off. Yeah, no joke. And a lot of times people are having to take off work right now to go look at houses because it gets dark at five. Mm -hmm. So unless we're on a week weekend and people don't really like to give up their weekends mm -hmm. that much unless so, they're invested right so between the weekend and having to see before five because it gets dark mm -hmm. and you can't look at the outside of a house in the dark right um they're pretty serious people right but i also like as far as timing goes we talked about momentum there's right. just that short period of time where oh this is the new hot ticket thing mm -hmm. so you want to take advantage of that window there that right. you have um, and what number was that? That was five. We are rolling. We are. Six is real estate experts using a real estate expert. Oh, why they should call us. That's right. That was really sly that you slipped that in there like that. 
<laughs> well, I left it for you. Oh my gosh. Why should you use me? Because I... Because you get this. Because you get this. Is that not enough? Um, no, the, well, I've told you my theory on this. So, before real estate, weddings was my big thing. And I like, I thrive under pressure. I, I enjoy it. I like the high stakes and the big decisions. And I, I live for that. And real estate is just that in a different dress. Okay. And I feel like there, this is a big decision that most people don't get to experience a whole lot in their lives. They don't have the skill set that we've been trained in. And I feel like that's reason enough to call a professional. Right. I mean, how many loopholes are, do we have to know and um, when things come up and the paperwork, Lord have mercy, all the contracts, all the things that we have to be able to translate. And I don't know about you, per se, but I work my tail off. You may sit in the office a lot and look at a computer. What? Did you really just say that? I'm just kidding. You are actually like one of the few people who work more than me. Because who calls me like randomly at like 10 o'clock some days and is like, why are you not in the office? That's true. Because, because I'm there, there every day and I'm there till like after five every day. Well, I was showing houses. Yeah. And the only reason you're not in the office is because you're just doing more real estate things. Exactly. So real estate, hiring a real estate professional, you're hiring someone who's going to work hard for you. You should be. Your best and you should be interviewing agents and not just picking your friend. Oh, absolutely. No joke. Just because you've known somebody your entire life doesn't mean that they're going to work the hardest they can for you. Right. That's kind of mean to say now that I've said it out loud, but that's the case. And I 100% feel that way. Um, I've always in the past before doing this job, you know, when I was a nurse and when I was mm -hmm. different things, I knew people that did real estate. And so, like, I hired a friend mm -hmm. kind of thing, people I knew. But now after doing it and knowing what I know, not saying any of them didn't do me a good service because the two houses that I sold, sold within a few days. Right. Um, both times. And I feel like I got good prices for both of them. So I'm not questioning any of that. But what I'm saying now, knowing what I know, just using your friend could almost be a disservice to you because you may not feel like they're doing what they should be doing for you. But you and it's like harder to say out. that to them. And, yeah. and do you want your doctor to be your friend? Do you want your lawyer to be your friend? Right. If you're in trouble, is, are you calling your best friend or are you going to call the best that you know? Yeah. Or are you going to call the best attorney in for town that's going to fight for you? Right. Are you going to call the best surgeon in town that's going to save your life? Right. You need to call the best real estate agent that's going to work the hardest for you because guess what? You're paying for that service too. Yeah, that's true. That is true. So, and I say that as a nurse who wants to work hard for their people right. and take care of their patients. I would do the same thing. Same thing. In this. Yeah. So those are our tips for selling a house and getting your house ready to sell. I just realized you have Christmas fingernails. I do, because it's Christmas. It just goes with the horribleness of your sweater. So, and this podcast may not air till after the first of the year because we're trying to get our content up and running early. So I may be Christmassy. No, I think it's going to air next week, isn't it? I don't know. You're the boss. Because that's why I wore a Christmas sweater. I don't even remember. I don't know what's going on. But thanks for listening. And just know that this is the craziness of our lives. We're overworked.
<laughs> no, we're not. <laughs> See ya. See ya. <laughs>